Hello, and welcome to the Evie Prince series podcast. My name is Victoria Wright, inspirational writer and author of the Evie Prince series, a trilogy of books that tells the story of a 40-something woman named Evie Prince who experiences a life-altering spiritual awakening. Evie's awakening causes her to question her life and seek answers. As a result, she finds herself in a place that she never thought she would be, single, unemployed, and completely unsure of what to do next. This will not be your usual podcast. In each episode, I will read a chapter, then highlight key reminders that were included to help you, as they have helped me, on your journey of discovery and remembering what you know to be true, but have chosen to forget. To learn more about me in the series, please visit www.healingwords.online. Welcome back to One Deep Breath, a novel of truth and knowing. Written and narrated by Victoria Wright. Copyright 2022 by Victoria Wright. Today's episode is Chapter 4, Paying It Forward. My phone rang, not recognizing the number and wanting to dissuade any telemarketers. I put on my mean voice. Hello? Yes, I'm looking for Miss Prince. This is she. May I ask who's calling? Hi, my name is Susan Patrick, and I'm the principal at the high school. I'm calling to inform you that we have approved your program. I'm sorry, my program? Yes, the program that you and the late Bill Frank proposed to the school board has been approved. My silence showed the need for further explanation. The painting program to help our students manage their emotions? Bill submitted a complete proposal. Wow, he did it. I'm sorry, what did you say? I I didn't realize that Mr. Frank had done that. We discussed it when I was teaching at the school, but he unfortunately wasn't able to tell me that he had developed the program. May I see the plan? Her voice softened. Of course. Well, I hope this is something that you still want to pursue. We feel just as strongly as Bill did that this is a much-needed program. He said that if he had a program like this when he was in school, he would have been able to process his emotions and ultimately would have made better decisions in his life. He spoke highly of you as the architect and the head of the program. Thank you. Um, yes... Can you give me some time to review everything, and I'll get right back to you? Sure. I will send the plan over immediately. Miss Prince, I am sorry to surprise you with this information. I was sure that Bill had informed you, but his untimely death shocked us all. No worries. (laughs) I just need some time to get my head around all of this. I understand. 
Thank you, and have a good evening. I had almost forgotten about the program. Mr. Frank had said nothing to me about it since our initial discussion. However, I remember him proclaiming that, if he got this approved, it would be the Evie show. A ding from my phone snapped me out of my deep thoughts. The email from Principal Patrick contained the proposal and her contact information. Before I opened the email, I took a deep breath and let my thoughts drift to the wonderful times that Mr. Frank and I had had together. He had truly been my only friend at the high school when I had arrived on the island to live with my grandparents after my mother had died. He would always know the right thing to say and let me know I wasn't alone. <laughs> then, as an adult, he had just seemed to know what was good for me. He must have been channeling my father. He had been a man who lived up to his promises, and the promise he had made to my father to look out for me had been no exception. Remembering all those special moments raised my energy. I was open and ready to read the proposal that Mr. Frank had submitted. Right in front of me, at the top of the page, was the program title. <laughs> I laughed as soon as I saw it. The Something Something Painting Program, submitted by Bill Frank and Evie Prince. The long and the short of the plan was that it would be a drop-in program a few times a week after school. Students, through their guidance counselor, could opt into the program. Counselors could also recommend that a student attend. It was a time for these students to learn how to paint, have a dialogue with a counselor or each other, and to use painting as a tool to express their feelings. Mr. Frank had proposed I would lead the painting component, and he would lead the counseling sessions. However, without Mr. Frank, I didn't know how I would move forward. As I sat there mulling over the situation, I closed my eyes and felt a tingling at the top of my head. Then I heard, Ask him. When I opened my eyes, I knew what I had to do. But would he do it? I picked up my phone, searched through my contacts, and called. Hello, this is Steve. Sorry I missed your call. Please leave me a message. Hi, Steve. This is Evie. I hope you've been well. It seems like I haven't seen you much lately. I hoped I could grab some of your time to discuss a proposal that Mr. Frank and I had talked about prior to his death. Please let me know if you're available. Thank you. After I hung up, I sent positive thoughts his way, hoping he would return my call. Granddad had been gone all day, so I slipped through the bushes to see him and tell him about this new opportunity. Come on in. Hey, Granddad, haven't seen you all day. Wanted to check in and see how you were doing. Hi, kid. All is good. Been visiting with Steve. Steve? I just called him. Really? Yes, another reason I came over was to tell you about a program that Mr. Frank and I had discussed prior to his death to do at the high school. Little did I know, but Mr. Frank drew up a proposal and the school board approved it. The principal just called me today to tell me the good news. Wow, Evie, that is great. 
It is, but it was supposed to be Mr. Frank and I doing this together. He was supposed to do the counseling, and I would teach them how they could use their emotions in their paintings. Steve came to mind as a person who could do the counseling since painting has been helping him manage his addiction and emotions. You are right. It would be great. Do you think he would do it? That's a good question. He is working through some things right now, so I don't know. All you can do is hold space for him as he manages his issues and know that you'll find a replacement for Mr. Frank. I asked the principal to give me some time to review, so hopefully Steve will respond soon. I really think this program will help a lot of students, but I, I can't do it alone. Don't worry, Evie. Just know it'll work out fine. Remember, you have the ability to create. I gave Granddad a smile. Yes. Thanks for the reminder. I need to stay positive. Over the next week during my meditations, I focused on the Something Something painting program and knew that all would work out just as it should. Granddad, I'm heading to the dump. Do you need me to take anything? Yep, I have a bag if you don't mind. Of course. I slipped through the bushes just as Granddad was about to bring me the bag. Either you are in a rush or I'm getting slower in my old age. I am in a bit of a rush. I, I have this nagging feeling that I need to get to the dump quickly. Okay, well, here you go. Thanks. I threw the bag into my trunk, then headed over to the dump. As I pulled in, I saw Steve's truck parked over to the side. He was sorting his recyclables. I paid my bag fee, smiled, and waved at the attendant, then drove through. No time to talk today as I needed to get over to Steve. Luckily, there was a spot next to his truck, so I quickly pulled in. Hello, stranger, I said in a friendly tone. Steve popped his head up and glanced at me with a startled look. He obviously hadn't seen me at first. Oh, hey, Evie. Hi, long time no see. How have you been? When he had lifted his head, I could tell that he wasn't doing well. His disheveled clothes and the dark circles under his eyes told me everything. He averted my gaze. Um, a lot has been going on. I've been trying to stay busy. Is there anything that I can help you with? No, no, uh, I'm good. We worked in silence for a few minutes. Okay, hey, I left you a voicemail. I was wondering if you received it? Yeah, sorry. Like I said, there's been a lot going on. I, I completely understand. Well, I don't want to trouble you. There is no need to get back to me. Take care. When I turned to walk away, I could tell he wanted to say something more, but... He just lowered his head. I got back in my car and slowly drove out of the dump, looking in my rearview mirror. Steve just kept his head down. How am I going to run this program without him? I took the scenic route home, driving by the beach and around the cliffs, trying to figure it all out. 
Maybe Principal Patrick knows someone, I thought. Then I heard, Turn off your head and turn on your heart. Huh? Declare it and it will be so. What? Declare what? Declare what you want and it will be. Not understanding what was being asked of me, I parked at the cliffs and called my spiritual guru, Colby, back in Denver. We hadn't connected since I had returned, so I owed her a call. Evie, hey, it's been a while. I know. I've been wanting to call you to catch up, but life happened. It always does. Do you have a few minutes? Sure. So what's been going on? Things have been crazy since I last saw you in Denver. How so? Well, first off, Hendrick proposed. What? That is amazing news. Congratulations. Thank you. So, when is the wedding? We haven't gotten that far yet. He has Asia, and I have Granddad. Neither can move right now. So we still have a good deal of logistics to work out. And I can tell there is something else? What is it? Well, as I mentioned to you before, I don't know how we can make this work. Hendrick believes we can. I'm still having a hard time seeing it. Seeing it? That may be the issue. Can you feel it in your heart that you and Hendrick will be together? Yes, I, I can, but I don't know how we'll get there. Just at that moment, a strong smell of cigarette smoke filled my nose. I looked to see if there was someone else around, but then I realized it was my reminder. That is not for you to figure out. If you declare it, then it will be. What did you just say? If you declare it, it will be. Amazing. That is another reason I called. I was just told to do that with another issue, but I don't really know what it means. When you declare something, you know it will be, and you will do whatever it takes to make it so. How do I do that? Do I say it to him, or... No, you just need to say it to yourself. But you have to mean it and commit to doing whatever it takes to make it so. Do you remember when you laid me off from my job so many moons ago, and I said thank you? Yes, I thought that was the weirdest response I'd ever heard. I knew Spirit was giving me the push that I needed to take a leap. I had dabbled in energy work and coaching, but I only did it for fun and to help friends. Deep down, I wanted to do this type of work full-time. Declaring that I could do this work and support my family was my commitment to myself, and I knew Spirit would guide me the entire way. I let her words sink in. Colby, you are so good. No wonder you are killing it with your business. You just seem to know what I need and how to make me understand. She laughed. <laughs> Don't think I do this all by myself. I have help. I hear you. 
and thank you. So, how are your two young men doing? Still weeds? I swear, every morning, they look like they've grown. It's a good thing business is going well, because they're eating me out of house and home. I laughed. <laughs> well, I hope you all can visit this summer. My granddad would love to take them fishing. Oh, Evie, that would be wonderful. We will make it happen. I have just declared it. It was so good to talk to Colby. She was my spiritual rock, always knowing what I needed and delivering it in the most perfect way. Driving back home, as I was coming down my road, I saw a truck parked in the driveway. As I got closer, I realized it was Steve. I parked, then walked over and looked through the truck window. He was just sitting there, staring off into the distance. Do you want to come in? I asked. I can make some coffee. Sure, thanks, he said gruffly. I headed inside, and after a few moments, I heard Steve come up the stairs. Come on in. He gave me a slight smile as he came in and took a seat at the kitchen table, keeping his head low. Sorry for being short with you at the dump. I wasn't expecting to see you there. No worries. I know we have spoken little since I returned from Colorado. Yeah, about that. He glanced at me. I just needed some time to lick my wounds. Shifting in the chair, he said. I don't know why I thought a woman like you wouldn't be with someone. Luckily, I was over at the stove pouring the coffee and not sitting in front of him. I didn't know what to say, so I said nothing. I handed Steve a cup and slid the sugar and creamer over to him. He noticed my ring. Beautiful ring. He has great taste. <laughs> Thank you, I stammered. We sat in silence for a few minutes drinking our coffee. With each sip, I could see Steve slowly relax. However, his tension returned when he noticed me looking at him. So you mentioned something about a program that you and Bill Frank were working on? Yes, when I was teaching at the high school, I met a young man who really benefited from my painting program. It helped him process his emotions. He lost his mom and moved to the island to live with his grandparents. Huh. Did you tell him you went through the same thing? Yes, that is how I thought of the program. Just like how painting has and continues to help me process my emotions, it helped him open up to his grandparents and process his grief. He confided in me that his mother had come to him in a dream, which freed him from the guilt that he had been carrying. Both Mr. Frank and I thought that if we gave this opportunity to more kids, they would learn better ways to manage their emotions. Hey, out of curiosity, why do you call Bill Mr. Frank? <laughs> I chuckled. That is how I've always known him. I met him as a teenager, new to the island in high school. He was my teacher, and I never transitioned to calling him by his first name. Actually, I never knew his first name until you mentioned it. Well, 
I know you help me process my emotions with your something-something painting technique, so I'm sure you will do wonders with those kids. Thank you. But Mr. Frank, uh, I mean Bill, was going to be my partner in this program. I would teach painting and he would be the counselor. Since he's no longer with us, I know he would want you to be part of this program. Your name was the one and only name that came to me when I meditated on this. Whoa, whoa, Evie. I'm no counselor. I'm barely managing myself. That is exactly why you would be perfect. You can speak firsthand to these kids. Let them learn from your life lessons. You can show them how painting from your heart or the something-something technique allows you to process and not run away from your emotions. I could see the doubt in Steve's eyes. Steve, I was probably as unsure as you are now when you suggested last year that I teach the painting class at the high school. You saw something in me that I did not see. I took the leap and discovered that I could teach kids, and I actually enjoyed it. Bill told me you were amazing. The kids really gravitated to you. I blushed. Well, just like you saw something in me, I see something really special in you. You make everyone around you feel comfortable, and you're not afraid to share your feelings. Your life experiences can help others. You just have to believe you can do it. Steve's eyes were heavy, but I could tell he was considering it. Please, promise me that you'll really think about this before you give me your answer. I need to get back to the principal in about a week or so to let her know if the program will be moving forward. Will the program continue if I don't do it? I shrugged. Maybe. What do you mean, maybe? Actually, it will. I just declared it. My hope is you will want to join me. But if you decide against it, I understand. The principal and I will work to find someone to fill that role. Steve sat back in the chair and looked at me. He wasn't really looking at me. It felt more like he was looking through me, like he had gone somewhere else. <sighs> All right, he eventually sighed out. Give me a day, and I'll get back to you. Thank you. I really appreciate you giving this some serious thought. With that, Steve said his goodbyes and walked out. Today's episode is brought to you by Healing Words Customized Meditations. Written for you and only you. To learn more, visit www.healingwords.com. Online. Reminder, if you declare something, it will be, but you have to mean it and commit to doing whatever it takes to make it so.